Hello, whoa, whoa, beautiful people. Best damn nation. It is Wednesday, and you know what time it is. It is the best damn wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Brian Renegade, and with me, I have the best damn crew. I have Mr. Boots the Asses, the King of the Ring, the Grapple Expert. He does everything, and he is Mr. Everything Victor Andrews. <laughs> what up, what up, what up, fellas? How y'all doing today? We blessed and highly favored, my brother. Next up, we have the final boss, huh? the entrepreneur of entrepreneurs. Huh? Some call him the Renaissance man, but we know and love him as the great LP, the Don. What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? All right. And next we have the Sultan of Spices. You see the hat that he got on? He is a Laker lover. From Cali, your boy, <laughs> Showtime. What's good? What's good? You? Uh, I am your humble host again, Brian Renegade. Thank you for watching us. Like I always say, you can be anywhere in the world. But you ain't you right here with your boys, and we appreciate you watching this show. Fellas, let me go around the room. Let me see how everybody is doing. Mr. Everything, what's happening? Man, I'm feeling good, looking good. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm, I'm <laughs> feeling good, though. That's good, brother. That's good. Oh, man. You look like the Incredible Hulk with that with that shirt on, man. All green. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hitting that gym, Jack. Hitting that gym. LP Clanging the Great. Banging. Yeah. LP the Great. What's happening with you, my brother? Nothing much, man. Same old, same old, man. You know, staying busy as always. Oh, man. That's awesome. Gearing up for the fashion show. Uh, tell people a little bit about the fashion show you got coming up. Uh, it is April the 23rd, Durham, North Carolina. Uh, we got crazy designers. Everything is, uh, the music is all based on the queen, my ex-girlfriend, Beyonce. All the music will be from Beyonce. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's going to be a great show, man. Uh, you got vendors, you got dancers, you got models. What more do you want? Uh, LP got everything that you need. Um, so I think this is going to be uh, pretty good, man. Let me hear from Chef Showtime. What's happening, my brother? Nine just living. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> oh, man. Word simple. That's awesome, man. Love to hear that, that you in the land of the living. You know what I'm saying? Half past dead. Nah, you know what I'm saying? We live in life. We speak in life until you, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Uh, thank you for being here. All of my fellow brothers in arms. Uh, I salute each and every one of you guys. And I, I will be remiss 
if I did not wish everybody, I know it's a little late and it's a little past it, but happy Martin Luther King Day to you. You know what I'm saying? Happy King Day. Martin Luther King marched so we can talk about wrestling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and man, more so we can talk about wrestling, man. But uh I'm I'm glad that we have this platform and beautiful people. Thank you for joining us. As always, uh you're always welcome to the best damn nation. But uh fellas, it's been a lot going on in wrestling. And first, um, I'm gonna have to change the tone a little bit of the show. Um, I have to make an acknowledgement. Um, we just experienced uh, the passing of Jay Briscoe. Uh, he is uh, tag team champion and ring of honor, uh, tag team uh, champion with his brother. Um, they're known as the Briscoe brothers. Um, they are very respected in the industry. Multiple time Ring of, Ring of Honor champions. Uh, everybody in the wrestling world is feeling uh, Jay's passing. And unfortunately enough, today is his brother Mark's birthday. So to deal with the, the passing of a sibling right before your birthday is a little <clears> tough. <throat> um, I know a little bit about that myself. Um, you know, it's not my birthday, but my older sister passed away on my mother's birthday the day before that and it's always hard so um i know he's going to be dealing with that grief for a while uh the loss of a sibling is never easy um and he was a, a great man a lot of people in the wrestling world have said great things about him and his character um and and they really appreciate it so we had the best damn wrestling podcast would like to wish the Briscoe family uh, our deepest condolences. And uh, I want to go around the room real quick um, and just see, uh, just have everybody say some, some kind words too uh, about Jay and uh, the Briscoe brothers and, you know, what kind of experience that you have watching them on uh, on Ring of Honor product. Uh, let me go, Mr. Everything. Did you have a, uh, a connection to, to the Briscoes at all? Uh, yeah, um, I've had the opportunity to sit down and talk with these guys when I used to help out with Ring of Honor. Um, Jay is one of those guys that would come up and try to help every every guy out there. You know, he, he would come up to you and say, hey, man, you know, what's going on, whatever, whatever. Like, he he, he was the type of guy, he didn't know no strength. Um, so he was a really good dude. Um. As soon as I heard the note, the news, I contacted uh, CW, who was really good friends with them. Um, and he, he was dealing with, you know, dealing with the way he was dealing with it. Uh, contacted Caprice Coleman, and of course, you know, he's really close to them, so he's dealing the way he dealt. Uh, Steve Carino as well, and then Jay Lee. I have not heard from Jay, but I'm sure he's, um, you know, dealing with it in his own way. So, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man, because, you know, it, it's, it's, already, it's already hard to leave this earth in any way, but with a car crash, it makes it worse. Um, but I guess I guess there's a war or a big match happening up there, and he needed somebody tough. And Jay Briscoe is that guy, the toughest dude out there. Like, 
um, you could hit that dude with a brick in the in the kitchen sink, and he'll look at you and smile and say, "You tell you give me more." Um, and best believe he'll give you ten times as much as you give him. So, um, you know, wherever wherever he is, you know, uh, look down on us. You know, send us some of that strength that you got that you had here. You know, much condolences and strength and energy to the family. Yeah, for sure. Um, like I said, it's his uh, this loss has been felt around the wrestling world. Uh, LP, uh, did you uh, ever have a chance to check out the Briscoes in action? Yeah, it was funny because like when I used to, I didn't have cable at the time, so I just had regular TV. So only wrestling I could watch at one point in time was you know, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor would come on about two or three times on Fox, so, you know. In the morning, the evening, and like late night, and the Briscoes always stood out to me. Like I really, I really, there was a couple of characters that I liked in Ring of Honor, but they was like to me, they was the stars of the show. Like they was the two of the main uh, guys. You could, they they won in. They didn't wrestle. It was kind of like damn, the Briscoes didn't wrestle. My niece, she was a big fan of them. Um, that's how I really, really got onto them. But you know, that's all my niece telling me about. Um, but yeah, they was dope, man. I, I always wanted to see them. Uh, on the on the bigger stage like WWE, but I always felt like they didn't need it. I kind of felt like they they were good where they were. Like I don't think they could have been the Briscoes anywhere else. So I, I do like the fact that they was. I, I've never seen them outside of Ring of Honor. I kind of think that they're, uh, they created that that company pretty much to me. not created, but you know was a big stable stable part of that. Yeah, uh, I was the same way. I had a period of time where. Uh, the only wrestling I can watch was uh, was Ring of Honor, um, and I remember seeing a lot of stars. I remember the Briscoes did stand out as a tag team, and I always liked their style. I remember it was one time where uh, the Briscoes uh, were offered a WWE contract, and I remember I think it was Jay that said, "Hey man, the amount of money that they offered us, I can make that ten times doing landscaping." <laughs> and I just thought that was funny to me, man. Um, a lot of people uh, love the Briscoes. Chef, uh, what was your impression that the uh, the Briscoes left on you? I wasn't really one of the Briscoes' biggest fans <laughs> back then, but I understand like the, what he's going through because I lost three brothers. And I feel it, and it's it's a very emotional state, you know. Like my last brother Paul, he died 13 days before my birthday, and I'm like, you know, I I can get it. I know he's feeling it right now, but you know, I didn't watch the Briscoes that much. Yeah, um, they they really had a style that I like. They were Smash Mouth uh, wrestlers. They were really talented. And I really like the way uh, that they did their promos, man. So uh, the fellas at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast uh, are sending our condolences to the Briscoe family uh, and also the Wrestling Nation. I know everyone is feeling uh, a passing uh, of this magnitude. The WWE did it in a really classy way on NXT where they announced the passing of Jay Briscoe. I thought that was well done, even though uh, the Briscoes never wrestled on the WWE product. But um, my hat's off go and my heart uh, goes out to uh, the Briscoe family.
So rest in peace. Jay. Where's go? Oh man. Fellas, let's go ahead and change the tone a little bit. Uh let's go over to SmackDown on Friday nights on Fox, where we had a slobber knocker of a fight. We had Gunther versus Chef Showtime, your boy, Braun Strowman. And it was a hell of a fight. I want to go around the room and see what you guys thought about Gunther versus Strowman. Do you feel like the match delivered in what we wanted to see from these two? I'm gonna be honest with you. I was I was very I was very uh <laughs> taken away by the match because it was better than what I thought it was gonna be. In in a lot of different ways. I think it had a lot of meaning with Braun Strowman wearing the boots. Um, from uh, the Green Bay Packers. They custom made some boots in commemoration of um, a young kid who lost his life. So uh, I thought that was a really great move. You know, WWE is always doing things like that. Let me go around the room and see if the Gunther versus Braun Strowman match delivered. Let me go LP. <laughs> <laughs> Got to hear from the genie, man. Got to hear from the genie. Well, you kind of jumped the gun on my WTF moment uh, by jumping on this because my mom was for chef on WTF. Well, well, hold on. You know what? Since you you said it, uh, I'm going to go ahead and and, and put it up here. We have a candidate for the WTF award. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What the f- was that? What the f- was that? What, what was that uh, transition? Yeah, that was a WTF moment. <laughs> it was it was a, it was a nice transition because it's a tough talk slash WTF award. <laughs> All right, so my, my WTF is goes to Braun Strowman. Like what the flip did you think you were doing when you stepped into the, the ring with the general? <laughs> what did y'all think was gonna happen? Y'all really thought Braun Strowman was gonna come in there with that two-two train shit, and he was gonna beat the ring general? He beat him straight up. I didn't want to see no. I don't want to say about no help or nothing. He beat Braun Strowman straight up. Braun Strowman need to pack his bags and go back to create narrative with his brother right here. Hey, and help hey, him. hey. Where he came from. Don't worry. McMahon is going to send him out because once Vince gets straight, all the people that try to sneak tiptoe back in, Vince is about to get payback. So Braun got beat. Y'all been talking about, oh, Braun's going to beat Gunther. Braun's going to beat Gunther. Braun Strowman is trash. I've been saying this all along. Braun is trash. He don't need no other. <laughs> now, Rumble is focused on the Royal Rumble, and he's going to come out of the Roman next. Oh, man. What you got to say? What you got to say? <laughs> I told y'all that was a tough talk slash WTF award <laughs> moment. Uh, I knew it was coming, uh, but it's okay. Chef Showtime. <laughs> 
What did you think about Gunther versus Braun Strowman? That match sucked. I didn't like it. Sucks is a strong word, Jeff. They didn't. Come on now. They did not put Braun in his full potential. They, they wanted him to lose that match so it could be a comeback for a bigger rematch. That's all it was. And I hate when they do that. What? How, how much? A comeback? He just came back. How much more comeback no, he needs? It's going to be a little rematch. <laughs> it's going to be a part two. And the ring general going to get beat down. He need to go to the back of the list. Next person up. Oh, man. Mr. Everything. Let's go to the resident. Wrestler of the group, man, what did you think about Gunther versus Braun Strowman? I actually liked it. I liked it. I, it was exactly what we expected. These two juggernaut of men going in there and slapping the taste out of each other's mouth. The only thing I did not like is the finish. That had got to be the yeah. dumbest finish I have ever <laughs> seen. Like, how you lose with a power bomb that you don't even take? Now, Braun, you know, we cool, we, we peoples. But that power bomb was weak. <laughs> weak. Yeah, that, that was I, I got to agree with you. Bomb that power bomb was horrible. He slid his on foot, <laughs> His foot hit the mat before he, his body did. I was like, kick out, kick out. And he didn't kick out. I was like, Yeah, he, he he hit the ground like a wet noodle. Uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> I thought that power bomb was super soggy, man. Uh, <laughs> that's the only way I can I can describe it. But you know, he won with it. I mean, that's that's part of Guther's move set is a power bomb. Uh, Braun Strowman has a monster bomb too, which he just adopted. But um, Gunther's power bomb kind of always looks like that. Everybody kind of takes it the same way. It's never like super devastating. His power bombs, I haven't seen one that's that was that devastating, man. Um, but LP is gloating right now because <laughs> your boy. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, he ain't. He is doing the Gunther, Gunther salute. <laughs> He is doing the go-to salute. So, hey, look, fellas, let me ask a question then. Who do you think can take the belt off of Gunther? Nobody. I, I really I really thought it was going to be Braun. I mean... He is. I, I, felt, I felt like the match was rushed, and I think that's why the finish, the way it happened, the way it, it happened. I felt like they ran out of time, and they got rushed, and it was like, I right, just, just take the pen. Um... But as far as someone taking the belt off the Gunther, if they if they treat him right, it would have to be Bronson Reed. Who? Who the hell is that? Stay, stay <laughs> over there. Stay over there. <laughs> You're not gonna like this conversation. You're not gonna like this conversation. Stay, stay there, Guru. I will have to say Bobby Lashley. <laughs> I give the bomb. I, I don't know, fellas, because neither one of those guys are on SmackDown. That's um, what I know. Well, they should have did a draft. They really needed a draft. 
Like, if, if they still keeping the brand separate, they should have had a draft because then Bobby could go. They need to shake stuff up bad. Because I'm tired of seeing Bobby and Seth fighting for that damn United States title. But, but I think Bobby's about to take it back come grow. Uh, yeah. And I don't see Bobby losing again. Well, since you just mentioned that, let's go ahead to it, man. On Raw, we saw a six-pack challenge, man, that was uh, pretty damn good, fellas. Um, it was Seth Rollins, Bobby, Baron Corbin, Finn, The Miz, and Dolph Ziggler. Um, the interesting thing about that fight, man, to me, is I saw within that match Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler teamed up for a second. They had an interaction. And I was like, man, they look good together. And I was thinking, I was like, you know what? Dolph and Seth would actually pair really good as a tag team. And, and you know, a lot of people sleep on Dolph Ziggler, but their movesets are very similar. And I wanted to see more from them, but this match was absolutely great to me. I, I enjoyed the whole entire match. Bobby Lashley eventually ended up pulling off the win. Um, but we also saw a little interference from your boy MVP and Omos, who came down to the ring to essentially <coughs> look like he helped Bobby Lashley win uh, that six-pack challenge. I want to see what you guys thought about the match uh, and what do you think about Bobby going after the United States title again against Austin Theory. Let me go Chef Showtime. I want Bobby to go after Austin Theory to get that belt back. But I like how, uh, you know, we'll get to my moment later, my WTF moment when Omos got Stoops. You know, I loved it. That match was good. I thought, I really thought Seth was going to pull it out, but then I seen how Bobby was, yeah, that beast came out of me. I was so happy. Yeah, man. Uh, the stomp on the table was absolutely great. I, I loved how they lined that up. Um, they needed to take and Omos out, and that was a great way to do it. Seth Rollins was really eliminating everybody in that match, and I thought that Seth was going to take it home, man. Uh, I, I really enjoyed this Seth Rollins. Thing. I think Seth is going to have an amazing year again this year. But we see Bobby. I think Bobby is going to be at the top of the hill because they need a dominant presence on Raw. And to be honest with you, when Bobby holds that belt, he's going to hold it hostage. And we have heel Bobby back. Not Babyface Bobby. And I know we talked about Babyface Bobby. I ain't like Babyface Bobby. But Hill Bobby is where the money at. You know what I'm saying? And I look. it looks like they might be bringing back the Hurt Business, fellas. I know we've been talking about it for a while now. And I know the fans want to see it. But there was an interesting uh, interaction with MVP who interfered in a match between the Street Profits and Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, where I thought that, you know, MVP's presence was going to lean more towards a win for Cedric and Shelton, but the Street Profits ended up pulling off that win. I'm going to say something a little bit later, but let me go ahead and get uh, your thoughts about the elimination uh, six-pack challenge. 
because I think that the new hurt business might include the street profits. So I'm just saying that I'm not sure if that's true or not, but I've seen MVP have a little some interactions with the street profits. I think that I think that if you have the street profits as a tag team, Bobby Lashley as as the uh, United States champion and Omos as the muscle, the the new hurt business would be dominant. But I digress. Let me go to this six pack challenge, and I want to see what you guys thought about it, Mister Everything. What did you think about this six pack challenge on Monday Night Raw? It was definitely a really great match. Um, <clears throat> my only issue is you wasted all your top guys, yeah, mm. and you put them in this this very low card six pack challenge for this United States title. Like you got. The Miz, Dolph Ziggler, you know, all these world champions, all these guys that should be competing, chasing Roman Reigns for any one of those titles, and you, you got them running around beating each other up for the United States title, which I'm not taking anything away from the United States title. It is a de definitely a prominent title. It definitely mm -hmm. should have a lot of prestige. However, those men should not have been competing for it. You have so many guys that are sitting around not doing anything that are just as talented that should be competing for the United States title. That could give Austin Theory a run for his money. You get all these guys. I mean, now what are you going to do with it? Yeah, I mean, you're, they're just going to be sitting in backstage catching little vignettes and then that'll be it. You're not going to do anything with them now. Mm. I think that this six-pack challenge gave all of those stars something to do. I mean, each one of them shine. Baron Corbin looked good uh, within this match. Dolph Ziggler looked amazing, as always. He's a workhorse. The Miz showed up and showed out in the match. Uh, Finn Balor looked strong. Seth Rollins was eliminating everybody, but Bobby was just dominant, man. Um, I thought the match was good, and it really gave all of these guys who would have been in the back or had a mid-card match, all of these main eventers were in the main event and I, I actually like that part i like i said whenever uh, a build is held hostage and brock uh lesnar did it a couple of years back when he held the belt hostage just like roman is um but the only difference is that roman is essentially still the elephant in the room on both monday night raw and smackdown his presence is felt even if he's not there because of the bloodline. And I think that that writing uh, is really good. I'm not sure how far they're going to go with it past WrestleMania. Um, but I thought that the match is pretty good. LP, let me get your thoughts on the six-pack challenge for the United States Championship. Uh, I, thought it, I thought it was a good match, but I already knew who it was going to come down to. I mean, it really wasn't those I knew it wasn't going to come down to the Miz. Dog. Like, I, I knew that was not going to be like the last ones in it. So I enjoyed the match, but I knew where it was going to. I I really knew Bobby was going to win. They, he didn't need no help. Bobby really should have just, just should have just won. I really think that, and I know they're not going to do this, but to be perfectly honest, Kevin Owens needs to win the belt at WrestleMania. So then you got a belt on SmackDown and you, now you got a belt on Raw. Seth Rollins or Bobby Lashley needs to start fighting for the big belt. You can't make you can't make that belt your main belt, and that's what they're doing. Like 
technically Roman is a SmackDown guy, even though he's going back for he's a SmackDown guy. So Raw doesn't even have a main belt, and they haven't had a main belt in a long time. So they're trying to force <clears throat> this title to be the main belt, and it's this is this never it's never been that kind of title. So it's a great title. It's probably the second best title. Um, but they got they. I really hope. <laughs> Even though my boy Kenya, I truly doubt he wins. But they really need to let him win and bring Raw a belt. Cause Raw needs they they Raw needs a belt like like bad. So uh, I mean it was a good match, but you always you always knew it was great for him. And Bobby, yeah. and one more thing too, Bobby can't be. I don't want to see Bruno the brain back the hurt business and Bobby have that title. Come on now, you can't. That 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 that'll be pointless. Yeah. Let me uh, read some of these fan comments right quick. Uh, we got Victor Nash uh, off of Facebook. He said, uh, the United States title is the most dominant title on Raw because there isn't a heavyweight title on Raw. That is true. Um, I think that's why they're really pushing the United States title as, as a, a prominent title. But I, I like how all of these top-notch guys are fighting after um, essentially a, a, a I don't want to say a sub belt or a number two belt, but um, this is a workhorse belt. This is for um, someone who's a dominant champion, a working a champion. A lot of people like John Cena and uh, AJ Styles and, and a ton more have held this belt and really put a lot of prestige behind the belt. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what more they do with the United States title. Chef, what do you think? about uh what do you think about the six pack challenge <clears throat> it was an awesome match you know bobby dominated you know the whole match you see seth do his little his normal routine slide in quick pin put him out of there you know you seeing the, the funny part about the whole thing to me was when baron corbin and Finn Balor was helping each other. Then it was then Dolph Ziggler and <laughs> Seth Rollins are being smart, start helping each other until they, you know. Yeah, that's but that match was awesome. You know, but I already knew Bobby's gonna win that one. But I wanted Seth to win, but Bobby won, you know. You're on mute. <laughs> you talking about something? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> let me read another fan comment because uh, I saw something that was very interesting to me uh, while you're talking, Chef. Uh, but this is uh, this comment is coming off of Facebook. Uh, it says, Charlene Guthrie, uh, WWE is working real hard on building a pack or group to take down the bloodline. Uh, no luck at all, but the Hurt Business might get the job done. That is a very interesting comment. And I also believe that they are ramping up on a lot of groups. I know we it was a point in time where we criticized WWE for not having enough tag teams, for not having enough groups, for not having enough storylines and entertainment. Now we're getting some of this stuff under the creative of Triple H. Um, and a lot of these new factions are starting to pop up. I, I believe that comment also that the Hurt Business might be the ones to take down the bloodline because if they do get together uh, and have a strong, uh, dominant backing, 
I think that the Hurt Business will be the new dominant faction on Monday Night Raw. Right now, quote unquote, it's the Judgment Day, apparently, uh, who is the most dominant faction on Raw. And the Judgment Day also have a, a chance at the Raw tag team titles. Your boy Damian Priest and Prison Dog. We'll go after the titles. I want to see if you guys are interested in seeing the Judgment Day versus the Bloodline. Let me go to the dawn of the best damn wrestling podcast, LP. I'm going to be honest. When it happened, I'm like, come on now. How y'all going to play the speed problems like that? But I personally think, and this may be crazy, but I really think the Judgment Day is going to win them belts. Because they pushing Dom, and <laughs> as much as we hate Dom, this new Dom, I'm with, I'm with this, I'm, I'm with this new thug that I've been with Dom. <laughs> I don't know. It's very, it is very entertaining. <clears throat> what he gonna do in the ring? That's gonna be something totally different. Like if he, if he has gonna wrestle a little different or whatever. But I think that he will. I think they will get the belts and bring them back over there. Somebody got to beat the Usos sooner or later. They, they can't go another year with the Usos and them holding the belt. I think they will win. And I do what you said earlier. I don't think that Sheldon Benjamin and uh, Cedric will be part of the Herb Benjamin. The Street Profits are more, the Street Profits are more believable at this time. During the pandemic, when they created the Herb Business, yes. But now Cedric, Cedric and Cedric has no character. He's just there. Like most people don't even look like a random person half the damn time. Like most he has no character at all. Sheldon Benjamin gonna be Sheldon Benjamin. But you put the street profits in place of them two, the new hurt business is something. And then then they'll get the belt that way. So prison dom. <laughs> Orderly is <laughs> um, about to, to get that belt. Oh man, that was like you know, you he was talking to uh, what's my man name? Uh, I want to call him Shorty G, but his name is not Shorty G. It's Chad Gable, and he was talking to Chad Gable. He was like, "You, you know what they do? You have no idea what they would do to somebody like you in prison. <laughs> prison Dom is forever scarred. I don't know what they did to Dominic in that jail. And fellas, let's keep it a hundred. We black." We all know somebody that's been to jail or uh, have been in the PNR since at one point in time. You know, you know, unless something dramatic really happened to you, you'll be okay when you get out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But Prison Dom mm -hmm. um, really spent two days. Well, excuse me, he went to the holding cell and then to prison and then got out the next day, apparently, in order for him to wrestle. Uh, but, man, he is They made him watch his matches. They said they made him watch his matches. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's punishment. Oh, man. He getting over, though. He over right now. Got admit, <clears throat> right now, like, it's it's like I said, it's, it's entertaining. I don't know how far it's going to go. If they win them belts, then we're going to see. But you really got to think about it. Just like the Usos said, the Usos have beaten every tag team. Somebody has to beat them and take the belts. I'd rather have been the Street Profits. That would have made more sense. But 
And then you got to think, everybody talking about who they're going to bring for real Ripley and all that kind of mess or whatever. But if they have the judgment day, you still got four people. It depends on how they do with the, um, if they have the whole bloodline in them on each side. I don't, I'm not with this. They're going to bring Tamina or they're going to bring uh, uh, Dude Wife and all that, Naomi and all that kind of stuff. Rhea will smash Naomi. I'm, first of all, that's, that's, I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry. Rhea would smash Naomi. If they really want to mm-hmm. bring Powerhouse, even though she isn't that great, Tamina is to bring. Nia Jax, bro. Nia, Nia. Jax. Don't Nia nobody want Nia, Nia Jax. Nia Jax, she, she stinks. Nia Jax has actually Look. said she don't want her interest in coming back to wrestling. With you know, I got to take up for somebody every once in a while. Don't think you're going to take up if she if she's not coming back to wrestling, then fine, I'll accept that. But you can't. Yeah, it's hard not to admit that Nia Jax was a dominant force on WWE product for at least a good strong two to three years. She was a she had no choice. She was out there beating people up. Exactly. <laughs> she was hurt people. She was hurt people. But you know what? She hurt. She hurt Becky Lynch into stalking. Becky she busted her face into stardom. Becky Lynn still would have been Becky without that bloody nose. Oh no, that dog. Uh, once that happened, that skyrocketed her whole career, man. From that court. the man character was getting over, but it didn't super get over until that image was posted everywhere, and then people people's uh, perception of Becky started to change. Oh, she's a badass. Oh, she got a busted nose, like. I've never seen somebody get punched in the face and had a broken nose and blood splattered all over their face and somebody say that they're badass. Usually it's all the way around. But, what? you know, that, that really skyrocketed her career to a whole nother level to a point where that image of her face and the broken nose was being printed on T-shirts. It's kind of hard not to acknowledge that. But I understand what you guys are saying. But if the bloodline wanted to be super dominant and bring a dominant female person in, I would definitely do a Tamina or I would do a Nia Jax. But for the star power, give me Naomi. No. Naomi's not going to let Naomi beat real. They not. Well, be honest. Well, I don't, we don't know that, though. Because if she does go into the bloodline, you know, it's a, it's a level of... If she go into the, they let Liv be champ. What you mean they won't let Naomi beat Rhea? They let Liv Morgan be champ. That's all I gotta say. I, I personally don't think that... I don't think that adding to the bloodline, because they already trying to... After a while, they're going to start trying to figure out a way to get... Oh, y'all going to start adding members? What needs to happen is Rhea needs to go ahead and be Solo? Give her sleep damn thumbs like he was about to do and shut all this mess down. I'm tired of Rhea jumping in these men's face. Then what happened to the last female they brought for the OC? What has she done since she came back? Me, she me been? and Yim or me, Chin? Chin has the OC. Like, yeah. like I said. So why you got to bring in a female just for her? Like, no. Just knock her out. <laughs> three minutes. Give her three minutes. Give her a three-minute warning. Three minutes. Y'all remember that, don't you? When they, where Eric Bischoff used to be, did I say three minutes? What would happen? Umaga, Umaga and Rosie would smash somebody. So let Solo 
get his umaga, his inner umaga out, <laughs> and give her that spike to the neck. I'm, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a, all the way a hundred with you. The wrestler who I think that Rio would never jump up in his face is Randy Orton, because Randy Orton with RKO and put her into next week. He wouldn't care. <laughs> Randy would not, would not care. Would Randy not has, care at all. Randy has RKO'd women for less. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Randy don't care about no scary. He don't care about, oh, you a female? No, Randy is going to kick her in the face and then walk out the ring and sleep like a baby the next day. And not think twice about it. You know what I'm saying? So, I do want to see, uh, I don't want to see an answer to Rhea because there's no answer to Rhea. Rhea's, Rhea's star and and her uh, her composure in the ring, her, her dominant presence within Judgment Day, she is still the most dangerous person in Judgment Day. I don't care if they add a new member. She is still the most dangerous member in Judgment Day. <laughs> Straight up. And if you don't think that she's going to not be uh, play an influential part in this tag team uh, title, you're sadly mistaken. She is going to be a part of that. I guarantee she's going to have another interaction with Solo Sokol. Guaranteed. <laughs> I just, I just hope they don't. I just hope they don't let the women get involved in the men's Royal Rumble this year. Uh, <coughs> real. Ooh, to be honest with you, real, real might be in the men's Roy Rumble. You would, would you, would you be opposed to that? They already promote yes, her. I would be opposed to that. Well, they could do it, but she's already in the in the female. I think she's gonna win the female. Well, they did the same thing with Nia Jackson. They were in the women's Roy Rumble, and they turned around, got involved in the men's. It made no sense. Now yeah. I guess it all <laughs> And she legit hurt our truth. She legit hurt. <laughs> she did. She did. And our truth was won't have it. Yeah. Can well, we talk about can we talk about how WWE already talking about Cody Rose is coming back? Like what kind of surprise is that? Like, can y'all build that up a little bit or something? How y'all already putting Cody on the cover? Like, what? Well, let's go ahead and talk about it, fellas. Uh, WWE has been announcing and playing these vignettes of Cody Rhodes pretty much on his road to recovery uh, from his surgery um, ever since he had that hellacious Hell in a Cell match with uh, Seth Rollins where his, he tore his pectoral and uh, his whole arm and his chest was black. Uh, it looked very gruesome. And he completed that match. I think that was probably one of the best matches that I've seen because of that injury and somebody to fight through that injury. And I for sure thought he was going to lose. But he actually pulled off the win and it was all guts. Um, if you want a great underdog comeback story, watch that match and you will not be disappointed. I thought that was a great uh, match all in all. But Cody Rhodes will be back at this year's Royal Rumble. They are, uh, a lot of people are pinning Cody to win the Royal Rumble, you know, following his his comeback. I want to get you guys 
uh, opinions on uh, Cody Rhodes' comeback, and do you think he is going to be a threat to the tribal chief and his reign? Let me go, Chef Showtime. Uh, I'm happy he's coming back. They could have they could have played it a better way. Just having like how they did John Cena, having just pop up in the Royal Rumble instead of telling everybody he's coming back to the Royal Rumble because that <laughs> I mean there's no finesse in that one right there. You feel me? But I don't think he'll be a threat to Roman's reign of the champ because. He has the bloodline. Who Cody coming back with? Nobody. So it's it's like a lose lose. You know, what I mean, you go for the belt, you are gonna lose anyway it goes. Because we, I thought at a clash at the castle, I thought Roman was about to lose. Then you see what happened? Solo pop up. He wins. So it's like, yeah. Until you get another dominant faction in there with him, that can stop Roman in the bloodline. There is no threat to his belts. Oh man. LP, what did you think about Cody Rhodes coming back? And do you think that he's a threat to the rest of the Raw and SmackDown roster? I wouldn't say a threat, but they're not. Cody Rhodes is not. Cody Rhodes did not come back to the WWE to be Intercontinental Champion or to be U.S. Champion. Like I pretty much, Cody came back to get the belt he never could get before because he wasn't even close to that status. He's a champion now. So you can't bring Cody Rhodes back and think he's gonna fight for the hardcore belt. <laughs> like he had he's he's either gonna take the belt off of Roman or he'll get it eventually. Like, but he is he did not come back, you know, for 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 second fiddle. Uh I'm gonna be interested to see how they do the Royal Rumble because I personally think Sammy's gonna win it. That's his, I'm sticking with that. Uh even if it come down to Sammy and him, like I think it's gonna be very interesting. Um, but I do, I do think that whoever wins the Royal Rumble, it, it's going to be interesting to see if they're going to go, what belt are they going for? Are they going to call a specific belt or are they going to say they're going for the undisputed? Like, have they really said that? And I mean, have y'all heard, have they really been like the winning? They haven't said it. So what's going to happen? What if somebody wins it and then Roman be like, hey, hey, you didn't win both belts. Which one you want? I ain't giving up. They're not saying they they going for the for both I think I think whatever brand you on, like if you're on Raw and you win, he probably give you the Raw belt. Or if you're on SmackDown, oh, you got the SmackDown belt. That's what you're gonna do if he do lose it. But I don't no time soon. I don't think he's gonna lose it at all. Uh, to be honest with you, I you know. It's gonna be kind of hard to see Roman without those belts. Both belts, please. He gonna he gonna have both belts for a while, man. Mister Everything, what do you think about Cody Rhodes coming back? Um, like like everybody else is saying, they're they're kind of spoiling it. Um, with all the vignettes of you know, I understand you want to give an update of how he's doing with injury. He does look really good, but I mean. I mean, I'm not excited. I'm, I'm not excited anymore. And if if he comes back to the Royal Rumble, I don't think he should win because you you you're pretty much putting it. You're pretty much pinning him as to win with all the vignettes and saying, "Oh yeah, he's coming back. He's in great shape. 
yada yada yada. He's come back to to finish what he started and all this other bull. Um, I don't I don't know. And and if if we don't have Cody Rose to win, it has to be Sami Zayn. It I don't care what nobody else says. It's going to be Sami Zayn. It's not going to be Cody Rose. Um, what is Cody Rose going to be doing as far as that? I really feel like Cody's going to be the one to take the you know, Intercontinental title off of Gunther. If he doesn't win the Royal Rumble, he will be the one to chase Gunther for the belt because that's the belt he's supposed to be getting um, before the injury. So that'll Ooh. be a very interesting match. Very, very good clash of uh, styles. And of course, you know, I'm still sticking with Sami Zayn for winning the Royal Rumble. If he get, if he's the first one to get eliminated, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do something crazy. I don't know. I'll let y'all decide what, <laughs> what I do. Oh man, I love Tony all Lasky's of these passages. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Look, I love, I love, I love all of these passengers on the Sami Zayn train. Welcome aboard, fellas. You know what I'm saying? I've been the conductor of this train for a while. Welcome aboard the Sami Zayn train. Um, we're going to do a transition over to the KO uh, versus Sami Zayn match because I thought that was a really great storytelling. It was a great match all the way around um, where I thought Sami Mike was going to pull off the win. And then we saw the introduction of the bloodline at the end of the match after the wise man, Paul Heyman, told Sami Zayn that the bloodline would not be ringside. So the bloodline surprised Sami Zayn and came into the ring right when he was about to hit his finishing move, the Haluba kick in the corner against KO to win the match. And the bloodline interrupted, jumped in the ring and beat down Kevin Owens. Uh, I thought that that whole segment, honestly, why they did that. I thought that the match was great, first of all. Uh, I thought it was ruined because I did want a clean finish. But I understood why they did that because they needed to still keep Kevin Owens strong. They didn't. They didn't want Kevin Owens to lose momentum going into this fight with Roman Reigns, and they didn't want Sammy to lose. So that was the best way to kind of do that. Uh, even though a lot of people did want to see a clean win, I'm glad it happened that way because they kept they kept uh, Sammy strong as a character, and they kept uh, KO's momentum. And they protected that by having the bloodline come in and interrupt this match. Let me go over to the Best Damn Nation and read some of these comments. Uh, KO is facing Roman Reigns for the Undisputed title at the Rumble. Um, I'm not really excited about that. Like we told, you know, talked about it a few minutes ago. I don't think that KO is going to be able to take the belt off of Roman. But if he does, I think that LP uh, really wants to see that happen. Uh, <laughs> you want to see your boy KO win? Um, let me see. Yes, Cody is a threat to Roman. He's been training with uh KO and Cedric Alexander to help him get back in shape. And also, uh, Cody Rose has been seen uh doing some training with uh Carmelo Hayes and Joe Gacy of NXT. Very interesting uh, training partners, man. Uh, and I think Carmelo Hayes has been tra training with a lot of people. The boy is good, man. I can't wait for him to come up to main roster, but I'm not sure what they want to do with the Carmelo Hayes. But I'm, I'm excited to see where they <laughs> go with that. Um, but Cody, man, I think Cody, 
I think Cody is going to have a good year if he stays healthy. If he stays healthy and and he's and he's uh, really evolving the character that he has, I think Cody uh, is poised to do some great things, and eventually he will become champion. Go ahead, LP. I was trying. I was trying to find an image online, but I couldn't find it because I know Raw. They showed the image of the Royal Rumble, and they showed like Cody in the front. And like four, only like four people, maybe like four or five people on there. And I don't think Sammy was in that graphic, if I'm not. And the World Rumble is what? In like a week? Is it a week? Yeah, two, yeah next week, yeah. Yeah, so that means they haven't even announced. You know how normally they let people know they'll show the full graphic. So mm. I'm interested in what they're going to do Monday. And I know Monday, they got a whole lot of mess going on next Monday. So I don't know how they're going to do that on Monday, but they haven't even said. They haven't been doing the whole is Sammy gonna be in the Royal Rumble or not, or oh Roman saying get in the Royal like they gotta do something between this Friday and Monday because they they I don't know I feel like they got to plant that seed if they don't plant that seed and everything I've been talking about won't make no sense because Sammy just not gonna show up out of nowhere and be in the Rumble and Roman don't know that he's in the Rumble so he might put he might put he might make him get in the Rumble and protect. If you win, and you know, if, if you win, you you know, give up, do the whole finger poker doom, or you know, some old crap like that. Um, but yeah, I look at that graphic; they only show like four or five people in the front. They don't show nobody else because Bray Wyatt isn't isn't Bray Bray Wyatt Uncle Howdy or whoever the hell he is. Ain't, ain't, they he wanted him to be in the um, you know, nobody's talked about Bray winning the winning the uh, winning the Rumble. I don't think that Bray is in the Rumble because he's in the pitch black match with uh, L.A. Knight, which we still really don't know what that is. But Bray Wyatt put out a strong, stark uh, message to L.A. Knight that (laughs) when the lights go out, you better run. Run. And I believe that uh, I, I hope he introduces the Fiend. Or he, if he just comes back as himself and just it just really dominate in the match, but I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, also, you know, the Uncle Howdy character has been influencing Alexa Bliss lately and bringing out her dark side. And hey. so now we have Alexa Bliss versus Bianca. Um, and, I, and I'm going to go, let's go ahead and start doing some predictions real quick for the Royal Rumble uh, card. So... Uh, I'm gonna go around the room. You guys tell me who you got, um, and we're gonna go back and, and write it down and see who's right. So, Roman versus KO. Who you got, Mister Everything? Roman Reigns. All right, Mister Everything gets going with your tribal chief, uh, LP. Who you got, Roman versus KO? I'm gonna stand on my island by myself, and I'm gonna take KO. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be lonely on that island. You want some water? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Chef Showtime, Roman versus KO. Who you got, my brother? He froze. He got Braun Strowman. (laughs) I'm I'm pretty sure he's going to say your tribal chief. Told you, your tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Uh, I know, Chef. I knew he was going to go uh, with your tribal chief. Uh, me, myself, I have to go with your tribal chief, Roman Reigns. I mean, I don't I don't see KO winning this, man, um, at all. But it's going to be a good match. Trust me. Trust me and believe me. Uh, and so, 
Bianca versus Alexa. Chef, who you got? Bianca. All right. You got Bianca, the EST. LP, who you got? Bianca versus Alexa. This a hard one. Like I got I got Bianca, but they trying to make it, they trying to make it believable that old girl can win where she can't. Even if she had the power of Jesus Christ, she really couldn't beat Bianca. <laughs> they the way they even trying to make it look. I'm 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 gonna stick with Bianca, but I I really feel like they're gonna do that bullshit and make it Alexa, but I'm gonna stick with Bianca. <laughs> All right, man. Uh Mr. Everything, Bianca versus Alexa, who you got? Alexa. Ooh, okay. All right. I really, I really feel like Uncle, Uncle Howdy is going to be um, the involvement in that match, and uh, Alexa is going to take it up. What are you going to do? Stand there in the shadows again? And be like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure. I think he's like, like the yeah, Peanut Man. What was his name? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Peanut. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Peanut, too tough for that. I'm like, I'm like, Bianca, yoke her. All you had to do was yoke her. Who gives a damn if he was standing there in the smoke? Yoke her on them chairs. <laughs> but see, at the same time, you know, Bianca, she she was she was standing looking and, and kind of like a shock. And that's what turned uh, Alexa to be able to take over and uh, put her down. So I really feel like if if he shows up again and Bianca goes in the shot, like what is this and what's going on? That's going to be her downfall. She got she she's 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 not focused. She's not focused right what, now. What's going to happen, Uncle? How are you going to pop up? She going Alexa going to lose, and that's when the dark Alexa is going to come out. That's when she's going to transform after that loss to Bianca. Mm. Man, we got a, we got a comment from the best damn nation that says uh, Bianca gets distracted too easy. I think she does, man. She just get struck like a deer in headlights, man. I definitely believe that. Uh, fellas, let's go over to this pitch black ma uh, match. We got Bray Wyatt versus L.A. Knight. Uh, Chef Showtime, who you got? Bray Wyatt. All right, you got the Eater of Worlds, Bray Wyatt. Mr. Everything, Bray Wyatt versus L.A. Knight. Who you got your money on? It's going to be Bray Wyatt. Oh, for sure. Uh, I, I love L.A. Knight, bro. I don't I think, think this match is going to happen. I don't, I don't think this match is going to happen. No, they got money behind this. It's going to happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Mountain, Mountain, Dew. Mountain Dew is behind this. You know what I'm saying? Dude, dude. <laughs> Mountain Dew is behind this. That match is happening, Jack. That is a paid-sponsored match. They I, taking I that match I don't, see, I don't see a dominant win out of neither one of these guys. It's going to be pitch black, and, and all we're going to see is nothing. You're going to see uh, somebody screaming. And then we're not going to see L.A. Night for a couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden, he's going to be somewhere in a, in a boiler room tied up to some daggone uh, <laughs> pole or something. Oh, man. You might you might be right. He might get kidnapped, man. He's been tortured the last couple of couple of weeks, man. But he's been really holding his own, to say the least. LP, you got Bray Wyatt or you got L.A. Night. Who you putting your money on, my brother? I'm going to go with L.A. Night. Ooh. I'm going to go with L.A. Knight is because, once again, Uncle Howdy is going to play a part in it. 
it's they stay building this this thing that they got some between Bray and Uncle Howdy. So in order for that to continue, like they haven't did anything since that to continue that story. Uncle Howdy yoked in one minute, and now he over there worrying about Alexa. So they need to continue. I really feel like everybody thinks that Bray is gonna win, but I think it's gonna be LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I think that's going to be a, a a sleeper of a match, man. I think that's going to be pretty good. Let's go over to the men's Royal Rumble match. I want to do two things, uh, and I, I know LP. I got. I know you got to go soon. Let's do. Who's going to be a surprise guest, and who's going to win the Rumble? So we're going to do both of those. So you gotta give me who you think is going to hop up at the Royal Rumble, and who do you think is going to win the Royal Rumble? Let me go over there to Mister Everything. Ah man, you had to go with me first. Uh, surprise guest. Uh, if it's not Edge, I'm gonna have to say, and this is way out of left field. Mick Foley. Uh, <laughs> Mick Foley may be a surprise guest in the Royal Rumble. Um, mainly because, and and I'm sorry to say, but mainly because we just lost Jay Briscoe. And we all know Cassius Jack and uh, uh, all those different characters were influences of Jay Briscoe. So I can see uh, Mick Foley coming out and doing a little something, something, bang, bang. Oh, uh, and then of course the winner is going to be Mr. Sammy Zayn. All right, bold predictions, sir. Bold predictions. <laughs> Speaking of bold predictions, let me go over to the genie of the best damn wrestling podcast, LP. Who do you think is going to show up at the Royal Rumble, and who do you think is going to win the Royal Rumble? Uh, I'm gonna stay with the winner being Sammy. Well, that's if he's in the Royal Rumble. Let's wait to see. Um, surprise! I think the masterpiece is going to be a surprise. Not that this is this. You know, if I know it's been a long time, but the Rumble used to throw a lot of randoms in there just for nostalgia. I think Carlito was the last time, or you know, Carlito and Edge and Christie. I think the masterpiece or Jeff Jarrett. Which, you know. Oh, you think Chris Masters? <laughs> I think the masterpiece. Yeah, he, he's supposed to be going back. Yeah, really? I think. I think yeah. he's still in he's still in ring shape. He's still pretty uh you know pretty pretty I, I think surprise. They need to have a couple of surprises because they don't do it no more. So they need they need to have oh really Jeff Jarrett, he showed up a couple years ago, I think, but I think you know that's the easy person they can pull out. Even though he got a rap beat, you know. <laughs> yeah, Jeff is uh Jeff Jarrett right now is signed to AEW, I believe. So I'm not sure uh if some AEW wrestlers might come to the Royal Room. I'm pretty sure we might see somebody. You know, there's always a surprise that uh, people might pop up. Shep, who do you think is going to pop up at the Royal Rumble? Who do you got your money on to win the Royal Rumble? Who I got my money on to win the Royal Rumble? Bobby Lashley. I want Mm. Bobby to win. But I have a feeling you know who I want to pop up out of the blue? The Viper. Randy Orton. 
Mm. No, Randy Orton's done. Randy Orton's done. Or it could be a, a super surprise, Brody Lee. Has he has Randy has Randy announced his return? No. Um, no, they they're saying that he may not be able to recover from that surgery with his back. Ooh, how many times have we heard that? We heard that about a thousand people that are still wrestling. The Viper will mm. return. Look at Shawn Michaels. Shawn yeah. Michaels. Shawn Michaels definitely wasn't supposed to come back. His back was destroyed. Yeah, this is true. So, yeah, this that, is true, but uh, I don't see it happening this year. A couple yeah, years down, yeah, but not this year. Yeah, he's coming there. Randy coming back. Yeah, man. Uh, that's going to be very interesting to me. Let's go over to the Women's Royal Rumble, fellas. Uh, I love seeing the Women's Royal Rumble because they always reach out and bring some new people. Who do you think is going to show up and who do you got your money on? Let me go ahead and start because uh, I, don't, I just saw a comment and I'm going to read it the way it's written. I won't mind that to show up. I think that Mandy Rose is going to show up at the Women's Royal Rumble and then when she does, she's going to get a great reception if they bring her into the whole fold. Who do I got my money on as far as winning the Royal Rumble? I got Rhea Ripley, man. Rhea is a beast. And I don't, <laughs> Rhea has made it to the final four, I think the last two years, if I'm not mistaken. So I think Rhea is poised to win this because Bianca has uh, won. The one that Bianca won, I thought for sure that Rhea might have won that one. But, you know, they went with Bianca instead. Let me go LP, man. Who do you think is going to pop up at the Women's Royal Rumble? Who you got your money on to win? Uh, I definitely think Rhea's going to win. Like you said, I, I think it's her time to win. She's came close a lot of times. I think she's going to win, and I think she's going to go out the short flare. I, I, I think that's where they headed with Rhea. Um, I, I don't see her going for Bianca. Like I really see her because her and Charlotte have previous beef. Now the surprise is, I think that one of the Lashley sisters is going to show up and the world at the return of one of the Lashley sisters. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey, let's let's get let's get the fans because I know we got people uh, in Radio Land listening to us too. If you don't if you don't know what we're talking about, to give you a little <laughs> bit of reference, there was a segment on Monday Night Raw with between Sami Zayn uh, and Brock, uh, Bobby Lashley, where Sami Zayn interviewed Bobby Lashley's sisters, and it was three wrestlers uh, that were dressed up. Uh, like Bobby Lashley's sisters, and Mr. Everything just so happened to be one of Bobby Lashley's sisters. So that's a little <laughs> bit of insight to that joke, along with uh, Matt's caster of the group acclaimed. Uh, they were Bobby Lashley's sisters in the ring, and Bobby Lashley beat the hell out of them uh, and threw them out in the ring. And uh, that's always going to stick in my mind. But uh, Mr. Everything was part of that segment, and he got tossed by Bobby Lashley, uh, like a rag doll. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
What we're not going to do is keep talking about that I got tossed around and beat up. I got some hits in there first. Okay, I hit. I was able to hit him first. I got some kicks and some some forearms in there. All right. Don't worry about what happened in the in the end. Worry about what happened in the beginning. Okay. It was a it was a marathon, not a race. Okay. It's not a sprint. It was a marathon. If it's not. If it's not the Lassie sisters, then I think I think uh, Santina Santina the what was the name Santina 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 what were the female names? He gonna show up. Sant- her Santina. Wow. <laughs> I definitely hope not, man. I want to see all females in this thing. Uh, I I think that I did like the Santina thing when Santino Morello came into uh, the Women's Royal Rumble as one of his old characters that he came up with uh, in parody to Beth Phoenix while while she was in the ring. But uh, I just want all women to take those spots, man. I would love to see a Kelly Kelly. I would love to see a Michelle McCool. I would love to see uh, the Bella Twins in there. Uh, Also, Trish Stratus, Lita, all of the veterans. I definitely want to see a lot of veterans come back and show that they still got it. Chef, who do you think is going to win the Women's Royal Rumble? Who do you think is going to come back? I have a feeling Raquel Arriga is going to win the Women's Royal Rumble. She's one of the big, strongest candidates that might give Rhea a little run for her money. But a surprise... Hmm. Naomi. Naomi. Hmm. I, Naomi. <laughs> I can see Naomi coming back, man. Uh, since we know that Sasha Banks will not be uh, coming back, or uh, what's the what's the name now? Mercedes Monet. Uh, she's going to be coming into the Royal Rumble because uh, currently she's on the contract with New Japan, and I heard that she was messing it up already training that. The competitors dojo, I you know that's you know I guess that's a no no in that culture, but we'll we'll see how long that lasts. I can definitely see her coming to AEW soon, um, but uh, I, I think that some of you guys are right as far as uh, who's going to win that, which is real Ripley. I, I don't see anybody else that's strong enough to be able to win uh, the Royal Rumble other well, than maybe well, a back- Beth Phoenix. We- we got one more. We got one more uh, that you guys haven't even thought about. Hmm. Beth Phoenix. Ooh. Carmella. 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 No. She could be. She could be a surprise return. No. And it, she could be a surprise return. And mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. Bailey and Becky winning the women's Royal Rumble. <laughs> Do drop. Do drop. Yeah, I got that. I got Liv Morgan taking it all in. Oh man, Liv Morgan, watch me live. <laughs> oh man, I really can see Beth Phoenix showing up, and it come down to Beth Phoenix and Rhea. I would like to see that. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I really would like to see that uh, happen. Well, fellas, let's go ahead and get into uh, some of these segments, man. Uh, it's been a lot of moments in wrestling, so we got to go to your boy LPZ, and that's your boy LP. What was your best damn wrestling moment? Oh man, the best moment I would actually say was on Raw, and it was the promo 
that the Usos did with the Judgment Day. Like I, the the vibe of the vibe of that really made me want to see this match when I previously didn't care. But like the Usos really just let them know, like you know, we don't beat everybody. Like I'm, we not worried about you guys at all. Um, that's why I kind of feel like the just they push in the Judgment Day more than they push any other tag team that has went against them. If you really look back, they have other than the New Day when the New Day did their uh, their uh, try to bring that break that streak. But mm-hmm. any other anybody else, they just wrestle them and then that's it. They win a chance to wrestle them. Like they're really pushing this Judgment Day. So that's why I really, it was my best one because I feel like the Judgment Day is possibly can pull this off. I'm just wondering that the Judgment Day win it, is it going to be three people holding the belt or two people holding the belt? Like, are they going to let Fan Balor be a part of it or is it going to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I hate when they do the three person thing, but I think the Judgment Day is three people could win because Fan apparently can wrestle now. So, hmm. That's going to be interesting to see. Um, I definitely, I definitely would do want to see them be able to interchange between, just like how the New Day did when they had Big E. They were interchanging uh, themselves, and I thought that was really interesting um, to be able to do something like that, where you could switch off members uh, in a tag team title match. So I, I would like to see that from Judgment Day if they do win it. Uh, I know LPC, you said you didn't want to see it, but to be honest with you, I don't know how I feel about Prison Dom being tag team champion, man. So we'll see. Uh, Best damn nation, uh, we got to say goodbye to Mr. LP. Real quick, tell the people uh, what you got going on and where can they find you, LP? All right, follow me on Instagram, one click photography shoot. You can see everything I got going on right up there. All right. Uh, We salute you, sir. Uh, Thank you, my brother. All right. All right. So, fellas, listen, man, Mr. Everything, you had uh, an event recently, sir, uh, that I would like to uh, for you to introduce to the people, man. You had an experience in North Carolina wrestling. Can you tell the beautiful people what happened? Absolutely. So the, the next clip you guys will get ready to see would be a highlight of my recent wrestling match. <clears throat> in Selma, North Carolina, with my manager, Superstar Rome, my son, seven years old, spectacular talent. Uh, we went out there and, and stepped in a ring against those uh, amazing, talented guy, TDT. So this right here is Mr. Everything versus D- TDT at DCW, no remorse. All right, uh, let's watch this. <laughs>
Special boy getting off some licks, Jack. Hey, listen, LP, LP dipped off because you know he was criticizing man. He said every time after everything got a clip, he ain't never getting no offense off. Well, there you go, LP. So uh, you can tell him I said it. I missed everything doing work in the in the ring, even though uh, you know I got teased a little bit about that role that you did. You you barely made it. <laughs> you barely made that full that full role, but it looked it looked good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't don't worry about that part. It, it was after, after. Don't worry. See, you're worried about the wrong stuff, man. What about the after? When I got back up, I was hitting him. I was, I was, I was getting him. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't ballet, oh, brother. It ain't ballet. <laughs> oh man, uh, that was some awesome footwork by Mister Everything. Learning again. Hey, let me ask you a question, Mister Everything, because I haven't seen it. What is your finishing? Uh, so I have several. Uh, one of them is a variation of the Claymore. Um, another one is a spectacular roundhouse kick from the top rope. It is. When, when I first told him, I said, "Yes, a roundhouse kick from the top rope." That was like, "How are you going to do that?" And then when I actually did it, uh, I'll send you a clip so that way you can show that to the best damn nation. Um, and my signature uh, finishes is uh, the Spine Buster, of course, uh, C.W. Anderson and the Anderson family, and uh, Elbow Drop from the top rope. Awesome, man. Yeah, uh, if you can, man, go ahead and post some of them clips of you finishing cats off with your finishing moves uh, to the to the best damn page, man. Uh, I'll share it with the nation, man, so they can see you get down and take some people's heads off. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Uh, well, we love seeing you in the ring, man. Uh, we are looking forward to many more this year. Uh, before I go ahead and uh, end the show, I want to do something new. Uh, we wanted to do something where we uh, feature small businesses and uh, something came down the pipeline, and I just had to talk about it a little bit. Mr. Everything, I think you may be uh, familiar with this place. Um, today, we're going to feature a place in Durham, North Carolina, called Backyard Barbecue Pit. Have you ever ate at Backyard Barbecue? Nah. <sighs> well, sir, uh, since you haven't ate at Backyard Barbecue, uh, today, we're going to feature... Backyard Barbecue Pit in Durham, North Carolina, as our best damn business. Uh, just to give you guys a little bit of uh, feedback, uh, I went to college at North Carolina Central University. I lived in Durham for a certain amount of time. And uh, I'm from Eastern North Carolina, so I'm partial to Carolina Barbecue. Uh, the original owner of the Backyard Barbecue Pit is from Eastern North Carolina, and the style of the food is uh, in Eastern North Carolina. So they have pulled pork or chopped barbecue, uh, and they have a vinegar base in, uh, in their sauces. Um, Backyard Barbecue, they also give you these huge ribs that meat just fall off the bone, but the rib is about 
the size of my forearm. Uh, they, they, I think they take these from a bronchosaurus, a bronchiosaurus, some kind of dinosaur. Uh, they're huge, man. <laughs> they can't even close the plate all the way. The macaroni and cheese, when you eat it, it just, it just stick to you, man. It just stick to your guts and, and your ribs all day. Uh, it's very hearty, very tasty. All the food is delicious, man. Uh, but lately, um, the backyard barbecue, they have new ownership. They've been trying to keep things afloat after COVID. Uh, and it came a time where their freezer stopped working. Their walk-in freezer stopped working. So what they did was they went to a vendor uh, that they were getting their equipment from. The vendor led them a truck, a mobile uh, fridge unit that they can put all their meat in. And they put up a GoFundMe for $50,000 to be able to get this new freezer. Well, uh, the community heard this and they started reaching back out. Uh, and they were able to raise $36,000, almost at the goal of the $50,000, which is great. And that shows the power of the community coming together to help businesses. Um, but the beautiful thing about uh, Backyard Barbecue is, is the way that they help other businesses. So there was another Black-owned business uh, in Raleigh called Madam B's Bakery. Uh, Madam B's was about to close down because the price of inflation the price of eggs and butter went up. Eggs right now is higher than prostitution. Uh, you can <laughs> boy, boy, hey, listen, my uncle, my uncle said he had got a chicken, boy, and I was like, hey, look, um, we can go ahead and sell these eggs, boy. $10 an egg. $10 an egg, um, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? We can make banks selling eggs. But man, so the price of eggs and butter went up. They were having some uh, some, some hard time uh, trying to uh, keep the doors open. And Backyard Barbecue stepped in. They said, hey, uh, Madam B's Bakery, we're going to make you our main distributors for desserts. And also, they gave them $1,500 to help them with business experience. That's business helping business. I thought that was absolutely beautiful. I'm going to do a food review on Backyard Barbecue Pit, but I wanted to feature them today as the best damn business feature uh, from the show. So if you haven't had an opportunity, and if you're in Durham, North Carolina, you go to Highway 55 and you go check out and support Backyard Barbecue if you want some good North Carolina barbecue, Jack. All right, all right. Barbecue. Barbecue business. <laughs> it's just the things I get. Uh, you know, I, I can go into my Friday bag real quick. <laughs> From backyard barbecue. Barbecue so good. Make you want to smack your mama, don't it, Willie? All right, let me go into it. <laughs> you know, yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, fellas, it has been an absolute great show. Sheriff. Let the beautiful people know what you got going on and where can they find you? All I got going on right now is a Super Bowl training. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Snapchat at Chef Showtime or Dante Carter. Awesome. Awesome, man. Uh, go ahead and check out Chef. And Chef will be putting up some more best damn recipes on our pages. Uh, whenever you get a chance, just go over to our Facebook page and our Facebook group and check out what Chef got brewing for you. 
you know, right now, right now on the page, I just, I just posted a dessert. It's a cookies and cream brownie. It's delicious. Ooh. Best damn cookies and cream brownie. I'm with it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, let's go to Mr. Everything. What you got going on and where can the people find you? Wrestling, wrestling, and more wrestling. Uh, this weekend, I will be in Macomb, Illinois um, for Destination 6. I will be competing for the Ultra Gen 6 Championship. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And then uh, next week, uh, I will be in Tennessee for the NWA uh, tryout. So, you know... Keep me, give me some positive energy for that. To go out there and get busy and, and try to get this contract, man. Try to get this paper. I'm trying to sign that line. That's what I'm trying to do. Sign that line. That's what I need. <laughs> I need that line. I need that paper. So that's all I got going on right now. You guys can find me, uh, of course, on social media, um, Instagram. Official underscore Mr. Everything on TikTok. I'm underscore Mr. Everything. And on and on, on Twitter, I'm underscore Mr. Everything. And on TikTok, official underscore Mr. Everything. Come just come look at my TikToks. Come look at my TikTok. I'm doing some crazy stuff with them, man. So come watch my TikTok. I need some more followers. I'm almost at eight thousand. I need to get to ten. I want to get to ten thousand by by Jane by February first. Yeah, I got some work to do. Come follow me. That's all I got going on. All right. Yeah, go follow your boy over on TikTok, uh, Mr. Everything. Uh, I'm your humble host, Brian Renegade. You can find me on all platforms at Brian Renegade. And if you want to follow the show, <laughs> uh, you can go over to our Instagram at The Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can join our Facebook group at The Best Damn Wrestling Nation. You can join our Facebook page at DPD Wrestling Podcast. You can join our Twitter at Best Damn Crew. You can join our Twitch at The Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And you can join our TikTok at Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to support the show, you just go over there to our Patreon, www.TheBestDamnWrestlingPodcast. You can go on there and we got all kind of goodies for you. We got cups, we got mugs, we got shirts, we got hoodies, we got shoes, we got socks, we got diapers, we got condoms, we got everything over at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast Patreon. I lied about the condoms, but we got everything else. <laughs> so uh, just go over there to our Patreon, www.TheBestDamnWrestlingPodcast, and join our Patreon, and you can support the show. Yeah, boy, it's a growing, man. We're on a lot of platforms. We're on Amazon Music. We're on Pandora. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Spotify. Uh, we're on Google Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're on all of those platforms. So wherever you go to listen to your music, wherever you go to listen to your local podcast, your boys are doing it big, and you can check us out at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. We are all black male podcast group. We can be talking about anything. We can be talk about drugs, sex, murder. You know what I'm saying? We can talk about all day ignorance, but we not. We up here talking about wrestling. We giving you a distraction from your daily. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can see some controlled violence in wrestling. You can see some great storylines like a telenovela in wrestling. And we're your reporters talking about wrestling. Get your mind away from your troubles. You know what I'm saying? So uh, join our Patreon. Support your boys. Support our growth. We got big things happening this year. We got new interviews coming for you. We got new segments coming for you. And I'm so excited about this whole thing. So join us on our Patreon. Join us on our social media platforms and support the best damn wrestling podcast. Fellas, you know we do this every week. We try to leave the people with some hope. <laughs> Since Martin Luther King Day passed, I'm going to go ahead and get into my future bag. We try to leave the people feeling good about themselves. <laughs> feeling connected with the families. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, fellas, let me go around the room and let's give a final word for the people. Steph, do you have a word of advice for the beautiful people? Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Water is life. Water is life. Water is oh, life. Man, that's some good advice. Life. How are you going to say no and then give a gem like that? Huh? Lies. <laughs> Lies. Lies, you tell, sir. Water Lies. is life. Let me break that Water. down a little bit further. Water is hard. Water is life. In your in, in your life, you want to be able to flow through things like water. You want clarity in your life. You want substance in your life. Huh? You want something that's gonna give you uh some some nourishment and make you feel good in your soul. You wanna be pure like water you know what i'm saying so that is a great statement that you made chef water is life i like that uh that's gonna be my uh my facebook post <laughs> i'm stealing it and i'm a and i'm a show chef showtime some love on that beautiful quote chef beautiful quote uh mr everything what do you got for the people's uh yeah, just uh hug somebody today. Uh that's that's all I really got. I mean, time is short. I just realized it's been twenty-one years. Twenty-one years since I've been out the military. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. Time is time is short, it's moving fast. Hug somebody today and uh be good to each other. Uh most certainly, man. Most certainly that is some uh some great news. Uh, you know, just hug somebody, be a friend to somebody. If somebody is going through something, it's okay to listen. It don't cost you nothing to listen. You know what I mean? Sometimes listening can really save people's lives. Um, I worked in mental health for years. I still work in mental health. Um, and I've had conversations with people who are on the break of suicide and I was able to talk them down from killing themselves. And, uh, man, that's, it's deep. So, if you're feeling something, if you feel like you need to talk to somebody, just reach out to somebody that, that's willing to listen to you. You know what I'm saying? Um, or if somebody calls you, man, pick up the phone because you never know what somebody might be going through. You know what I mean? Sometimes just sitting down and listening and, and talking to somebody can make all the world a difference in somebody's life. So be that inspiration and, and, and be that role model. And just take time out of your life to, to take time for the people 
who you love and who care about you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I guess my advice would be be appreciative of everything that you have, but don't settle. You know what I'm saying? Be appreciative of everything you have. Be grateful for everything that you have, but never settle. You always want to keep changing. You always want something good for yourself. You always want to put yourself in a position where you'll be able to take care of yourself, your family for the rest of your life. I think the new thing uh, of this year, man, is, is abundance and flexibility. So I'm wishing abundance and flexibility to all the brothers here at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast and all of the Best Damn Nation. Fellas, whoo, that, that breathe. You know what I'm saying? We have been preaching today. Huh? That's why we got this platform, Jack, to be able to uh, speak to the peoples, the best damn peoples. Listen, it's been a great show. Beautiful people. Best damn nation. We will see you next week on the next best damn Wrestling Podcast. Fellas, I'll see y'all next week. In America, they see they say goodbye. In Europe, they say farewell. And in France, they say we bid you. <laughs>